0: Yo, I think it's about time we put on for the city, man They're looking like we forgot or something Never that Man, I'm so pleasing, it's a
1: goddamn shame
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pedro DeLuca, and now it is time for your main event of the evening. Introducing your host from Northeast
1: Ohio, he is heavy set, and now here is the Ohio Indie Report.
0: What is up everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Ohio Indie Report right here on K-Fape Sports Radio where it's all a work and I am your host. To some, I'm heavy set. To some, I'm Justin. But the main fact is, I am a die-hard wrestling fan. And one of my favorite promotions in the world is AIW. And one of my favorite events that AIW puts on, well, one is Call it for the Gold, but the other one is right around the corner. It is next week. It's the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament. And this year's j will be again Friday, May 24th, with a 7.30 bell time, and also Day 2. Yes, this event is so great, it is spread over two days. Saturday, May 25th, with a 6 o'clock bell time. And the cherry on the top is not only do you get two days of wrestling, but you get a special Fan Fest on Saturday starting at 3 p.m., you still need to get tickets to the event, it's either $20 per show, or you buy them both, you get the j free, or else it's $5 extra. But I can't wait for this. It's not only just the fact that it's a tournament, because A, there is a bracket for the Bucks, just like there's Gauntlet for the Cage, there's going to be a bracket for the Bucks. But this time you're not pulling a number. You are doing what a lot of people do for NCAA basketball, where they fill out a bracket, and you know, you know, whoever has the most correct wins, well, they win money, and it goes the same way with the bracket for the Bucks. And I already have my bracket filled out for right now, but my official bracket is has yet to be turned in because that will be before the first bell on Friday. One thing about this tournament, it is a 24-person TPI-style tournament, and to explain how that is, you know, normal tournaments, you know, you get down to where there's one winner, and in that last round, it's always one-on-one, you know. It's it's that style that's used in every single sport, from baseball to football to hockey. It's like a playoff type thing. Even WWE's King of the Ring, standard tournament. But TPI-style tournament does not end with a one-on-one match it ends with a one-on-one on one one match yes a triple threat match to determine the winner and filling out my personal bracket there's a lot of possibilities in some of these matches a ton of possibilities and i think that's the beauty of it all and with it being split over two days your first round will be day one and your second third and final round will be day two and there's also other matches announced for day two so real quick i'm going to go through all the matches one more time Then after that, I'm going to go into an interview that I conducted with two of my favorite members within AIW. One being the greatest color commentator that AIW has that is none other than Aaron Bauer. And my second guest is none other than one half of the AIW Tag Team Champions, Miss Veda Scott. So going over these matches, we have Lewis Linden versus Tadarius Thomas. I'm hoping I said that right because I mispronounced it in the interview, and Miss Scott did correct me. So, Lyndon and Thomas, Bobby Beverly versus Kimberly, M. Dog, Matt Cross versus Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole versus Tim Donst. That is what is considered the first bracket, bracket A. However you want to put it, and then in bracket B, Marianne Fontaine versus my guest, Miss Veda Scott, Josh Alexander versus ACH, Biff Buckus versus Michael Elgin, and Ricky Shane Page versus Colin Delaney. And since the time that the interview ended and the time that I started recording this, which believe me is only a couple hours, there has been a change in the card for not only just actually JLit, it sounds like it's all future things, but it was announced that Addie Starr and AIW have parted ways and they they have decided that not only will she not be appearing in the J-Lit, but she will not be appearing in any future events. I have asked AIW whether... I should postpone putting off this episode, but I really want to post the interview that I had, uh, getting to, not really interview, but just kind of going over the card with Veda and Aaron. So, I'm putting this out, so the disclaimer is, we would have seen Ethan Page versus Addie Starr, but with that being said, keep a lookout on AIW's website, on Facebook, Twitter, all the social media outlets they have. Even, I know they're on Tumblr, for an announcement of who a replacement's gonna be. But like I said, I just really wanted to get this episode out. Because it's gonna be a fairly long episode. <laughs> Moving on, we have Gary J and Davey Vega. Chris Dickinson versus Nasty Russ. And Josh Prohibition versus BJ Weber. And the brackets do fall in that order. So, for example... One that I used in the preview interview, you have Chris Dickinson versus Nasty Russ. And the winner of that will face the winner of Josh Prohibition versus B.J. Whitmer. But before we get into the special part of this episode of the J-Lit Preview with Aaron Bauer and Veda Scott, let's go to a quick clip of something that was recently on AIW's YouTube page that you can find at youtube.com slash AI Wrestling. But it's of Miss Scott with a little few words she has to say about her opponent, Marin Fontaine. And when we come back, we'll have our guest with us.
1: Oh, hello. I'm Veda Scott. It seems you've caught me in my home. I have some delicious vegan scones in the oven and I'm putting the finishing touches on this beautiful yarn octopus for a a sick child or a a puppy. Just a little homemaker, you know me. But while I have the camera on me, I suppose I ought to use this time to address my first round opponent in the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament, Marion Fontaine. Now Marion, I know you pride yourself on being the perfect gentleman. You have those impeccable manners? You have that uh, interesting mustache, and I also know from our last encounter that you are nothing but a respectful, charming prince of a man. That's why I'm asking you to do the right thing and forfeit this match. Let's be honest. This is the JT Lightning Invitational. Tournament. AIW should have invited me right into the final round. I am the number one contender for the AIW Women's Championship, as well as the current and forever AIW Tag Team Champion with my partner Greg Iron. This match shouldn't even be happening. AIW blows it again. Marion, I know you don't want to do this. Look at me. I, I'm a lady. I am a delicate freaking flower of a woman, and I'm demanding that you tip your cap to me and step aside. I mean, golly, that sure would be the polite thing to do. So, on May 24th, come on down to Turner's Hall. Greet me with a smile, and a bouquet of flowers, and your forfeiture. I really am looking forward to our evening together. Trust me.
0: Welcome back to the Ohio Indy Report, and I am here with two very, very special guests that I am very honored to have here. First, first up to bat is none other than one of the greatest color commentators in the business, one of the greatest mans behind the mic you will find anywhere that's none other than Aaron Bauer.
2: Pardon the interruption. Thanks for having us on.
0: And, of course, he said us, so that leads there to be one more person in. There, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm truly honored, truly blessed to have one of the greatest female wrestlers of our day, She is the number one contender for the AIW Women's Championship, one half of the greatest tag team of all time, Hope and Change, Quite possibly the future winner of the JLit. I'm probably missing something. I heard something about an eight-year undefeated streak, but it's not another. You're laying it on a little
3: thick there. Laying it on a little thick. I don't. It's not that I don't appreciate it at all. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to stop you. i just
0: feel. I feel like I should say something. Go on. But again, it's the lovely Miss Veda Scott. Anyway, we are here to talk about uh, AIW's JLit tournament, which is the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament uh this next friday friday may 24th and saturday may 25th 7:30 bell time on friday six o'clock bell time on saturday with uh 3 p.m fan fest on saturday And the card is amazing and of course for those who don't know it's a tournament where the last round is uh consists of three people not the normal two i believe i explained uh that part of it good enough so let's talk about some of the opening round matches. And since we have Veda here, I want to talk about Veda and Marion Fontaine. There's a video by AIW that you both put out saying um, Fontaine needs to do the gentleman thing and forfeit this match coming into the tournament.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think I've said everything I really, really needs to be said about this match. It, it shouldn't be happening. Uh, as I explained, this is a JT Lightning Invitational tournament, and if you're going to invite your current champions and your no- current number one women's contender into the cha- into the tournament, I, I don't really understand why I even have to be in the first round. So that's a big part of my argument, and I think Marion Fontaine should should see my point, my very well made point, and just step aside. I mean, he's it. it if we wrestle he's he's clearly going to lose anyway. So I'm I'm just trying to save face for Mary needed it's a it's a, if it's a, it's anything it's a gentlemanly gesture on my part. A little gender bender there. Progressive.
0: Is there anything to the argument you wanted to add uh Aaron? Uh, no, I, I think Ms. Scott said it all. I mean, I've been petitioning for months and
2: months, ever since we started talking about this jail that was going to happen, I thought Miss Scott should have had an automatic buy into the finals. And apparently the other members of the AIW board of the office, if you will, um, refuted what happened. So, uh, you know, I, I've got a voice, but not that big of a voice. And, and you know, unfortunately for Ms. Scott to suffer the consequences because of that. And now she's got to teach Marion Fontaine. a lesson. And then he's going to have to suffer the consequences. You no, know, you ever been suplexed by Scott
0: before? I've, Justin? I've, I've had nightmares that that has happened to me. And it's something I really don't want to have to actually happen. So, if for that to happen to Fontaine, it's something I I don't wish upon anybody.
3: Well, it's not going to happen to you because you're not a trained professional wrestler, and I, I'm very against the idea of untrained mm, trampoline-style people being in the ring with me. So, that's absolutely not going to happen. But, but maybe, maybe in the future, if you work really hard,
0: the, it's it's not even that. I just you're the type of woman I feel if you get cornered in the dark alley, you could <laughs> potentially hurt somebody with one of your moves. And I, I try to stay away from that. That's something I do not I do like. I don't really
3: know. I don't know if you know what potentially means. But but I get your point. I get your point. That absolutely would happen. Absolutely is, is more of the word you're looking for. What else okay. we got in the first round?
0: We have... Um Start at the the, the top of the first bracket: uh, Lewis Linden and Thaddeus Thomas. The Darius. The Darius. Thank you. Um,
3: I have to to speak up just because, not not intending to correct you, but uh, um, no, he's he's one of my Ring of Honor brethren. So yeah, I have to to clear that up.
0: Um, Also within the first bracket, real quick, we have Kimberly and Bobby Beverly, uh, Johnny Gargano versus M Dog Matt Cross, and Adam Cole versus Tim Donst.
2: Well, if we're looking at bracket one there, I mean, to me, I can easily see Lewis Linden advancing in the, in the first match you stated. Uh, I could see Bobby Beverly advancing in the next match. Um, maybe somewhat of an upset, but M-Dog has been on a roll. He's drop-kicking light mm. tubes into people's faces. I got him advancing. And then, of course, I've got Adam Cole advancing because Tim Dox is... Uh, <laughs> he's Adam Cole. he's well, over you know, the edge. So, so that's how, you know, my first round goes. Uh, Justin, uh, I know that you filled out a bracket. You're eligible to win the, the bucks in the bracket for the bucks contest. What's yours looking like, son?
0: I'm hoping with this, I get the same luck that I did with the Gauntlet for the Gold, where I pulled number one and I won. But two in a row is going to be very hard. But my first round starts off just like yours. Lewis Linden, Bobby Beverly, see coming out of those matches, but I see the other two the opposite way. I see Johnny Gargano coming out and Tim Dance coming out.
3: Ms. Scott, what do you think? Well, as I'm I'm in the tournament and the probable winner of the tournament, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to speak on this in any official capacity. I'm not eligible to enter myself uh, into the bracket, into bracket contention. What I I would win, so I don't know necessarily like if you want to if you want to take my my thoughts as, as just you know advice how to fill out your own bracket because obviously my take on this tournament is, is going to be the most accurate. I'm going to have to disagree with you a little bit in that first round match. Um, Tadarius Thomas I think is I hate to use the term, but is the wild card of this tournament. Uh I know he's never been in the IW ring before, but I see him uh every month, multiple times a month in Ring of Honor, and what he can do is unlike absolutely anything anyone else does in wrestling. He uses a style called Capoeira, it's a it's a dancing fighting style out of Brazil. Uh it's actually illegal in Brazil. It's it's unbelievable these it's a it's a mix of kicks and cartwheels and it's it's completely different from anything anyone else does in professional wrestling. There's There's no way to really prepare for it unless you've been trained in it or been in the ring. And Lewis Linden is is a fantastic competitor. He also does amazing, innovative things. But I don't know that he's going to be ready for this. And I think it's that bit of unpredictability that makes uh Tedarius uh one of my picks to uh to go pretty far and and I'm I'm sorry that eventually I mean I guess we'll have to face each other. Uh but you know, that's that's just how things play out. So Tedarius Thomas, I think, don't write him off. Uh that's a, a huge mistake. Um what was next? Bobby Beverly and Kimberly. Possible disagreement with you on that one too. Um Ooh. you were beer picking Bobby Beverly. All right. Well it pains me to say this because she smiles way too much and she's so blonde but uh, Kimberly has been nothing but impressive uh, Impressive I- losing to me actually at, at Girls Night Out 5 of course but uh, impressive uh, every single time he's been in the AIW ring and Bobby Beverly uh, you know I don't know how his Nixon uh, compatriots will come into play here but I would not write off Kimberly as well uh, I think same, same story as TD it's, it's a mistake to just you know check them off your list uh, what was what was the next match?
0: Johnny Gargano and M Dog Matt Cross.
3: Oh, I can't pick a winner there. I can't. Um, Two of
2: JT's students too, which which uh, will be a nice added touch to this
3: tournament. Yeah, I don't think I can. I I think I'm fifty fifty on that one, uh, just because they know each other so well, and that sometimes, and put that into a wrestling ring, it just is such a, an even matchup, and it's just one little one little slip up or one little advantageous moment. Uh, so that's my prediction for that match, but I can't pick a winner. I will not I shall not pick a winner.
2: A double count out, mm-hmm. I like that. Well, no that's not
3: well uh, well, you know, looking at the brackets, I mean that that hmm, no, that really doesn't affect hmm, I'm not sure if that affects me. It Depends how the rest of the tournament I mean, it would- play out.
0: Um, um, I don't that's... want
3: anyone I don't I don't want anyone that I have to face tensely later uh getting a buy earlier than I should be. I don't want fresh competitors uh in the final round necessarily. So that's my, my only my only qualm with the double count out or, or a double elimination. And what was the last Adam Cole yeah. and Tim
0: Adam Dunst? Cole and yeah, Adam Cole and Tim Donst.
3: Oh, um, <sighs> Gosh, you know I have to go with Adam Cole. It's really difficult not to in any capacity in life. He's Adam Cole. Tim Dodds, though, is, uh, like you said, he's uh, he's slightly unhinged. In fact, if I see one person getting himself disqualified in a tournament in any capacity, that's going to be Tim Dodds. He might eliminate himself.
2: I wonder if... Wonder, Go back to the uh, Lyndon Thomas match for a minute. Mm. And you said Thomas was uh, skilled in in Capicola, which is a Brazilian. Capuera. Oh,
3: okay,
2: okay. Because I, I think Capicola is delicious, and I was wondering how you knew so much about it because you're a vegan and all. Okay, no, that, that was my bad, <laughs> my mistake. I get it, and um, we can move on to uh,
0: Capuera.
2: Where I'll put that in my notes.
0: All right, and then the second bracket that we're looking at, of course Marion Fontaine versus you, Miss Scott, Josh Alexander versus ACH, Biff Busick versus Michael Elgin, and Ricky Shane Page versus Colin Delaney. Well, uh,
2: you guys are giving your picture first. I'll let that
0: happen.
2: (laughs) I've got, uh, obviously, I've got Miss Scott. uh, Although, this was a difficult match for me, and I will definitely enjoy calling this match as uh, Mr. Fontaine and I have a storied past in other places. And Miss um, Scott is, is currently the greatest wrestler that I've ever seen in my life. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Miss Scott. Who you got? I,
0: I have to definitely go with Miss Scott, even though my hands are tied of who I'm exactly going to root for because I personally love both of you. But I just I just see it happening with you, Veda, winning this. Whether it even be the fact that Marion Fontaine could do the gentleman thing and bow out, but I just, in my personal view, I see it happening no other way. All
2: right. I'd say two minute squash, but that's me. Well,
0: that's kind of a long match. <laughs> but of course, we know who Veda's going to be, can't say rooting for. It's, I mean, you're definitely going to win it. I was doing this
3: match by match now. Yeah, well, I'm going to give everyone a little bit of advice while you're filling out your brackets. You're going to want to take my name and put it right into the finals and work backwards from there. That's going to help you pick the winners. Oh. Oh, Justin Summers, you just got served.
0: <laughs> um, uh, what about the, this next match we have of Josh Alexander and ACH? I think this one was a hard one of the hardest ones for me to pick, but I. I went Josh Alexander just because of the role that he's on. He hey, has been. Unstoppable. I did the same
2: thing, man. I did the same thing, and I think if he gets into that next round, it'll be a good test for him to face this guy. Not that I'm saying he'll pass the test. From what I understand, the man is an idiot. He hasn't test many tests in his life. Dropped out of high school. Almost dropped out of wrestling school. Eh. here he is in AIW so.
3: eh. uh From my own personal standpoint, looking at myself and, of course, me being in the tournament, I'm going to go with ACH uh, just because, obviously, that would be my second-round opponent. Uh, and I feel like that's something that just needs to happen. Uh, but in terms of the match itself, uh, mm, in an isolated universe, uh, I'm probably still gonna go with ACH. He's got a bit of a role himself too. You know yep, what? ACH. Uh, right.
2: A- ACH was in the finals last year, yep. retirement, and he uh, almost won. you know, just. Oh very short of winning as uh, Eric Ryan defeated him, and he had an injury going into that. And from what I understand, he's 100% this year. He's not going to be doing any dance contests at the Fan Fest earlier in the day, so he should continue to be 100% throughout the tournament. I'm interested to see what he can do when he's, you know, at 100%. Wow. What if it's Miss Scott defeating ACH in the next round? I I I like that. I'm changing my pick. I will now pick uh, ACH versus Miss Scott in the next round.
0: Well, it's up to you. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep mine for uh, uh, Josh Alexander for right now because I still think he's going to carry on this momentum and then he's going to face the biggest challenge of his career, and that is going one on one against Miss Scott. The, oh. I'm pretty sure the thought of this match might cause him not even to show.
3: I wouldn't doubt it. What was up after that? Was that um, Biff Busick and Michael Elgin?
0: Yes. Next, right. uh, This was sort of a little hard for me because I haven't really seen a lot of Biff Busick, but Michael Elgin and his, he's he's been kind of a rut in AIW lately, but I, I think this will be where Elgin breaks out of that rut and picks up a victory in AIW. Yeah, I get see
2: that. I'll go along with you on that. Uh, go ahead, you can mark that down. Put that one in ink.
3: Uh, well, I have seen a lot of this music lately, uh, quite a bit. And, uh, and I hate to sound so biased, but right now I think he's my, uh, my current favorite, uh, guy you're not watching in independent wrestling, you know, that, that category. Uh, I think he's phenomenally talented. Uh, I think he is better every single time I see him, which is saying a lot. Uh, and I think that this match, and I, I believe I tweeted this, uh, but from a fan perspective, this is the match that I want to see this weekend, uh, that I'm not involved in. Uh, Uh, This is the match that I'm probably most looking forward to all weekend, and I think it's going to be pretty freaking fantastic. Um, Again, I'm a huge Biff Music fan. I think a lot of people are going to come out of this weekend as Biff Music fans. He's been doing nothing but good things. And, of course, Michael Elgin is Michael Elgin. There's nothing more that you need to say about that. It speaks for itself. Uh, Again, I just... um, I might have to go with music on this one because I think it's one of those situations where you have a guy who, who knows he's in a scenario, like you said, oh, I haven't seen a whole lot of Music but he's pretty good. Well, he's going to make sure that people see a whole lot of music this weekend. I think that's how it's going to play out. And if that kind of motivation is behind you, like that can that can play a lot into how you wrestle and how you approach a match. Make them remember you. And what better way to make them remember you than, than almost winning the J D Lightning Invitational Tournament? Almost.
2: So, Justin Summers, if, if you put that one in ink, like I mentioned earlier... Make sure that you cross it off uh, with a darker ink and then go with Bucic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um I could definitely see that coming out of sick and I could possibly change my pick well, within the next week or so, because you I think it, it's, it is the same thing that we got to see last year with ACH. Uh, to some people, he was fairly unknown, and it was a guy that not a lot of a lot of people were watching, and Biff Music can do the exact same thing.
3: Yeah, uh, and not that he's barbing on this, but, uh, you know, he's a little bit different from an AC, in that maybe he doesn't do the flashiest things, but he's got something that makes you watch, and that's not... Uh, not a factor that you can necessarily just manufacture. So, again, I would say keep my eye on him. Uh, maybe that's just my personal bias because I'm really super impressed. Uh, but, yeah, for Usyk, number one. And
0: then the last match he of actually the... just
3: He actually just wrestled Funaki this past weekend, so that's why I was thinking of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, the last match of the bracket, a match that I keep looking at and I'm very distraught of who I'm picking, but Colin Delaney, the winner of the gauntlet for the gold... Going up against Ricky Shane Page. I'm I'm curious, Aaron, where where you're standing on this one?
2: From? Man, you had to go with me right away on this. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I'd have probably just picked the opposite of whatever you were picking. But um, <laughs> Colin's got Colin had no momentum going into Gauntlet. Uh, he even lost the match to determine that he would draw number one. Then he was number one in the Gauntlet. Then shit got real. He went all the way through the gauntlet. He won the gauntlet uh, in amazing fashion. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'd never seen that done before. And uh, all of a sudden, people are taking notice of him. And he beats Eric Ryan, that big six-man tag. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. been a 40 in his face and um so he's got momentum on his side but here's what i'm gonna tell you ricky shane page and all of nixon have been, finally been on this roll. when they first came to absolution they tore down the set and you know beat up people and fans in the locker room and all kinds of crazy shit was going on uh all of a sudden they that was like they blew their whole wad. you know what i mean like then the performances that they gave weren't exactly up to par. Now, the last several months, they've been kicking ass. And that's why I think I do have to go with Ricky Shane Page. Uh, he's really really come around lately and he's wrestling the best matches that i've ever seen him wrestle regardless if he's won or lost which you know he's happened to have won the past several matches except for you know this six man against it so i'm gonna go ahead and pick Shane page in this one over colin delaney and it's just uh something i see that's gonna happen what you got justin
0: i have rsp2 i think it's the so main so that's why i picked colin delaney. I, have picked <laughs> delaney I told you he's on a roll. Right. Uh, the, one of the main reasons why I'm definitely picking him to advance and how I picked Bobby Beverly to advance early, we've seen what the Duke has done ringside at Nixon matches. And you can't expect Chess Flexer to run out every time. And I think these could be two of those times where the Duke manages to figure out a way for them to win. Because, because I think when it comes down to it, it's not... Ricky Shane Page versus Colin Delaney. It's Ricky Shane Page with the Duke against Colin Delaney. Uh,
2: yeah, well, that's that's a good philosophy right there. I can respect that.
0: And then w- when it comes down to the second-to-last round, Veda, who will be the one that you would want to face? Uh,
3: and what are my options?
0: Of Ricky Shane Page and Colin Delaney.
3: Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Colin Delaney on this uh, on this one. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you why. A lot of people think that Greg Iron and I would, would get along better with Nixon. They, they share some of our... Same grievances and frustrations, but they're so uncouth with how they go about things. And I just, I can't really get behind that. It's a mess. It's so uncivilized, and the the, the, the blood and the forties, and the, it's just not. I can't get down with that. You're I can't. Right. Uh, so I'm gonna have to go with Colin Delaney, who, like you said, is, is coming out of the gauntlet uh, on a roll. He looks great. Uh, And, you know, this is, you hear it all the time, this is an aesthetics-based business, but that's not my point. And he looks great because he's been working hard. And and to see someone put that much work into training and finessing what they do and their body just shows that they're taking everything so seriously and there's no reason to think that he's not taking this tournament just as seriously as he's taken the past, you know, year of his life. Um, So I think this is less about one tournament and just more build the redemption of Colin Delaney. We've talked about it before. Uh, So why not? Uh, Why not pick him for this? Uh, But again, like you said, there's the Duke and there's Nixon. But I got to go with Colin Delaney.
0: One thing about Colin Delaney that I've spoke to many people about, even outside of independent wrestling, and I think it's just amazing of his story, if you go back to a picture of him, when he was ECW and WWE to a year and a half ago to Gauntlet for the gold. It looks like a completely different man. And that would be a reason to consider Colin to have that redemption tour and to continue because what better way than to have one title shot? to have two title shots.
3: Well, uh, well, to, oh, that's to true. the and really have a title shot, but but still, it's 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 the old college try, and and I'm, I'm pulling for him to a certain degree.
0: All right, then heading. We in have one more one more bracket here. You know, one more bracket. We have Ethan Page versus Addy Starr. Gary J versus Davey Vega. Ethan Page. Oh, I'm sorry, glad. <laughs> Chris Dickinson versus Nasty Russ, and Josh Prohibition versus BJ Whitmer. I got Ethan. And then what's the next match?
2: Vega and Jay? Yeah. Uh, I got Davy Vega over Gary Jay in that one.
0: What about I, you? I'm actually the direct opposite on both of those. I have Addie Starr <laughs> coming out, coming, pulling out this magic victory because she has done just that lately. The only blemish, I mean, granted, it's a big blemish on her record, is losing... The four-way ladder match at at uh, Girls Night Out.
3: Losing wasn't wasn't even really involved there at the end. Uh, now I, I will tell you something, this, baby girl. This isn't magic. This is wrestling. And uh, and I gotta say, uh, there's no there's no wedges legal. In the jaillet, so I'm I'm going to pick Ethan Page too uh, for as, as as deplorable and disgusting as he can be and frequently is. Did you see that video that he released? It's it's abhorrent, horrible, uh, and everything that he's done to the the lovely Silesia Sparks, who truly, truly is an angel, uh, is an angel. I gotta say, uh Ethan Page has been nothing but impressive physically so if we if we take away all the disgusting, horrible, revolting things that he does in and out of the ring, uh particularly to sparks, who again is an absolute gem of a woman uh no, absolutely no question Ethan page one hundred percent and then and vega and yes all vega, hmm. Well, I was I would be all baby vega all day until I saw the match graphic for this and Gary J's new jacket. Yeah. Which is that legal in this match? Ooh. It's like Joseph's technicolor dream coat. I'm not sure. <laughs> that that baby deciding factor. Uh in all seriousness, um Apparently, the submission squad and and you know I, I I tried to rewatch the match, but there was some some sort of some sort of glitch in in my copy of it, so I didn't. I've never seen this happen. And of course, I've been I've been annihilated by a cowbell that shouldn't have even been in the ring. But apparently, the submission squad uh, got themselves involved, perhaps uh, perhaps a, a cheering a very enthusiastic cheering section, and that's like Greg Iron and I had with Jock Stanson and Mary Fontaine. Um, but so that's that's the extent sort of my interaction with Gary J before. And I, again, I'm I'm not even. And I'm not even sure that it even even it even happened, uh, but I've I've watched what they do, uh, you know, in both AIW and other places, and they just seem so so angry and, and so bitter, and that's just not it's not the way to bring about change. There's we Greg Iron and I have shown that there are there are ways to get what you want. And, uh, and, and I just don't know that they're, they're, the griping about it is not necessarily the best way to go about it. If they'd like to discuss some ways and some proper representation, I'm all for that. But that's not what this is about. Uh, Davey Vega is someone else who's been just, uh, really on a roll in terms of his performances. And, uh, so I think it's going to come down to, I, I mentioned Gary J. Jacob, but what I really mean is, uh, how the submission squad plays into this. So is it going to be mentioned before, uh, Ricky Shane Page with the Duke. Is this Gary J. with the Submission Squad? Or is it Gary J. versus Baby And I think that's going to be a determining factor. Uh, but in conclusion, um, uh, that jacket. I really like that jacket. I really like it. Uh, so I say Davy Vega wins, and uh, Gary J is so distraught over losing that he he loses his he, he abandons his jacket, throws it oh. to the ground. I perhaps rescue it and give it a, a better home. That's my optimal scenario. I'm just uh, this is a fantasy booking thing right here. Throwing that out there.
2: This is the first time that anybody's ever mentioned Gary J and fantasy in the same sentence.
3: What was uh, what was after that then?
0: We have Chris Dickinson versus Nasty Russ and Josh Prohibition versus B.J. Whitmer. Uh,
2: I, got, uh, I got Dickinson. I'm I got kid. Dickinson. You. You, ever I'm, been, uh, you ever roam the streets of Cleveland with Chris Dickinson? It's
0: Technically, I have if you count watching the video on AIW's YouTube, but other than that, no.
2: One of us here filmed that video, and that was the scariest shit of my life. And you know, you, you don't even nap- know the nap- other parts that, that we haven't seen yet of uh, knocking on crackheads' doors and such. So uh, I got to pick Chris Dickinson because uh, I may have gotten my ass kicked if it wasn't for him being there.
3: Right. That's a really valid point, and that's you know leading into this. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, I'm going to go with Chris Dickinson too, just because I, I I've seen what he can do. Uh, to anyone I can, have seen just, like, the, the level people go to, uh, he hasn't really had that, like, big, big shot, uh, recently in AEW, even though he's been having, you know, some, some bigger matches, so trying to, uh, get a title shot would be huge, even though, uh, Nasty Russ, he does have Nasty right in the name, um, which, which is some extra points. I know, uh, I mostly know him as a tag team wrestler, and that's, it's not a knock against him, uh, Jollyville Sockets have been, Jollyville Sockets. ugh fuck it um i don't use profanity particularly yeah. on on a on a podcast so just a, a dic- disclaimer that that is the actual name of the actual tag team um but the the jolly no have been doing some really impressive things in the aiw as well but not everyone can be like veda scott and greg iron who are just a, a perfect tag team combination but then also just naturally superior singles wrestlers as well not everyone can have that so Nasty Russ. I mean, I it's it's all right if he's if he's more of a tag team wrestler, but this is a singles wrestler singles wrestling tournament.
2: Oh, and and Chris Dickinson just beat Masada, so I just want so to point that out. He's on a roll.
0: I think it's not only Chris Dickinson's on a roll. But I believe he is going to want to make sure he's in the second round because waiting could possibly waiting for him on Saturday could be BJ Whitmer with Josh Prohibition versus BJ Whitmer. That'll be that's the reason why I'm picking not only Chris Dickinson but I'm picking BJ Whitmer because these two want to get their hands on each other and we could definitely see it on Saturday. We
2: could definitely see Dick and BJ in the second round and that's I'll I'll pick BJ too. Or Uh,
3: Prohibition. I I, uh, I, this that's another match that I'm really looking forward to. Seeing uh, just as a wrestling fan and a lover of all things Josh Prohibition, but more than anything, I am a lover of absolutely everything BJ Whitmer does and has ever done. Uh, I am one of the largest BJ Whitmer fans on the planet. Uh, I gotta, I, I can't, I can't in good conscience, good conscience pick anyone other than BJ. Although I'm really looking forward to this match, and I love Josh Prohibition um, and everything that he does, but I just. He's BJ freaking Whitmer. Come on. Who you got, Justin? You got you said you got BJ and are changing that pick
2: because of what we said.
0: No, I'm I'm definitely sticking with BJ Whitmer for the fact Josh of Josh Prohibition's
2: but, a Cleveland legend though.
0: I I know that. I love Josh Prohibition. He's if there's anybody that got me into watching independent wrestling, it is the material of Josh Prohibition. I believe he has it all, except for Tag Team Championships anymore, but that we've Been over that a long time ago in history But it's going to be the driving factor with B.J. Whitmer Wanting to get his hands on Chris Dickinson And Chris Dickinson wanting to get his hands on B.J. Whitmer, that they're not only fighting Just that match, they're fighting to get to the Second round, to get their hands on each other And also the the likelihood of being Pinned by Miss Scott in the last round That's,
2: that's really what this tournament's about. It's really about who's gonna get the opportunity to get beaten by the number one contender for the AIW Women's Championship, the co-holder of the AIW Tag Team Championship, and the future winner of Jey Uso. That.
0: So that's a la- lot.
3: Is that the whole tournament? I think it is.
0: That's yeah, the, that's that's just right. Yeah, that'll be Friday, and then the second, see the second, third.
3: Yep, that'll be Saturday, as well as
0: the final round fan fest. And would you like to talk about your date auction that is happening part of the FanFest?
3: Oh, boy, would I. Uh, Yeah, so um, AIW is, of course, always looking to raise a little fundage. And what better way than to introduce me into the mix? It doesn't really matter in what capacity. However, this year they've chosen to do a Win a Date with Rita Scott auction for the fans. Uh, so, all right, nerds, step right up. Get your pennies together. You know the drill. It's an auction. That's how it works. A little bit of a competition. I know they're all used to being losers, but there's going to be one winner.
1: Uh, yeah, so I'm
3: uh, obviously very thrilled about the whole thing. I'm excited to meet the uh, man of my dreams out of the AIW. Stand. I, I can't even say that in the street, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what if it's Justin? What if it's, what if it's the host here?
2: What if it's Justin Summers I heard he's thinking about placing a bid.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You're
2: going place a bid? Justin, is this true? Give us a scope here.
0: I am highly considering placing a bid. It's... I got to make sure everything falls into place. I gotta, I'm looking currently looking for a nice vegan restaurant within the area, which is kind of hard to find in Cleveland. Um, they're going to have to be cat friendly, so just in case Teddy wants to come, he can be obliged to come. But it's, I'm not going to be every ordinary fan who would take you for hot dogs at the concessions. And this needs to be legit. This needs to be the greatest AIW fan myself showing one of the best wrestlers on the roster, Miss Scott, on a great evening. Ooh.
3: And, uh, and, and, uh, Aaron, you're going to be sort of facilitating this whole thing, right? You're going to be around. Well, I'll, be, I'll be
2: hosting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't miss this for the world. And let's be
3: there just in know, case because, some yeah. shit would
2: happen. I n- you never know what would happen with these
3: And again, dads. and again, and, again, and I, 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 this is an equal opportunity competition to so males and females uh, of, of all ages. All money is legal is basically what this comes down to. Wow.
2: Hey, and, and let me point out, too, that the bid is going on right now. It's a silent auction. You can send your bid to com or to AIW at whatever the webpage is, com. You can tweet it as a direct message to them. You can talk to me about it personally. I'm sure I'll make sure the money goes to the right place. And, um, you know, like I said, the, the bid is happening right now. The auction's happening right now. Place your bids. Um, I know so far there's. Uh, uh, more bids than I can count, um, and then I was disqualified from the term, from the, uh, from the auction already, which is a damn shame, but, uh, I may have to go for a hood, um, that's, uh, inside term for a wrestling mask,
3: <laughs> and, uh,
2: maybe I'll end up winning it, you better outbid me, you better outbid Gary, Gary O., that's, uh, the current high bidder. Uh,
3: yeah, hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: So we can leave it at that.
3: i not. you going to have to. Listen, you know, I, I, anyone who spends five seconds around me can tell that I'm nothing. It's not a romantic, and I'm just so constantly charming. Who wouldn't want to go on a date with me, really? I don't know,
2: I, I don't know anybody that wouldn't want to. At least
3: who wouldn't want to, uh... Pay an increasing sum of money for the pleasure of my company, company? At, at a reasonable distance. Come on now. Hey,
2: and I'll tell you what. Jack Sampson, uh, he wanted to go on a date with you so bad he attempted to inside the ring. He no. was mono. Nope, no, no,
3: no, no. And I
2: just spoke with him yesterday. Um, it an unfortunate incident. We happened to be together talking about this uh, JT Lighting Invitational tournament, and he had mentioned something about if he won, if he he was allowed. If he was eligible to take you out on a date, he take you back down a dumpster because you had said that that's what you wanted to do. Hmm. Um, and I, I don't think that was true. I told him that you could sue hmm. him for it's
3: remotely Never had a conversation outside of that unfortunate incident within a wrestling ring. No, no, that is not that is not I'm disgusted. I would pull out of this whole operation if not for the fact that well, again, I'm just a romantic, and uh, I'm hoping that you're all getting your bids in right now.
0: I think. When it comes to Fan Fest, this is the main event. For the afternoon but Aaron could you explain about the other undercard fan fest event something about a dating game with Telesia sparks
2: an AIW dating game where uh, roster members are going to be uh, set as bachelors it's going to be three bachelors and Delizia sparks will be the subject of their attempt of affection uh, I will host that as well I don't know how I got so lucky but I'm going to be able to do that uh, quite,
3: quite uh, honestly quite Honestly, uh, if I were not busy with my own uh dating auction, oh, I would have been to be one of the bachelors. Uh, not, not because I any particular interest in Celestia Sparks. However, have you seen the majority of the AIW roster? No, they're not deserving. She is a princess. She's a beautiful, beautiful princess. And again, like that's that's my one major qualm with Ethan Page is just The whole situation just disgust me. So uh, I don't know that I could choose three people on the A.W. roster who are worthy of a chance with Felicia Fark, an angel. Up to me, if, I was taking,
2: if I was picking, mm-hmm. I'd pick uh, Miss Scott as, as one of the bachelor, bachelorettes, Greg uh, Irons. Greg Iron um, I'm not sure Greg would be a
3: fantastic yet. choice. I mean, one person is worthy, and there
2: you go. And then uh, there'd be a third, like maybe a mystery not available. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe Chandler Baines. What about Southside?
3: No, no, he's not. He's not available for that. Um, at all.
2: Somehow he thinks that J-Lit is uh, June 24th and 25th. So he'll well, be he appearing be there. So, on those
3: dates. We will um, we'll see him then. Yeah,
2: yeah. What else is in the fan Uh. Jack Sampson has announced that he'll be uh, having the first ever beer pong invitational hosted by, by Jack Sampson. So, so that should be drunk and mm-hmm. First
3: of all, I'm yeah. not a beer drinker in any capacity. And second of all, I'm certainly not going to consume anything which his hairy fingers have been fishing around. The whole institution of beer pong is just revolting. So, of course, of course, we'd be hosting that. and Of course, AIW would be facilitating that circus. Anyway, I've never played it. I I don't even know
2: the the rules. I don't know. Uh, I won't be hosting. I mean, of course,
3: now. like I'd be fantastic at it if I played it. Yeah, but no, no.
2: Maybe you should play it. No. Okay, right, maybe you
3: shouldn't.
2: Oh, right. oh, you'll be busy on your date probably. Well, that's I'll be
3: busy. On. Date that does not involve a red solo cup.
2: And then um, we're also there's rumors. We're not allowed to uh, say anything just yet, but there's rumors that there could be a live behind the curtain, just like we did last year with I one of the AIW uh, wrestlers, so could be one of the special guests. It could be a roster member. Uh, no one has said anything for sure yet, but I would like to mention that, that that's probably going to go down. And uh, maybe one or two other events uh, that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, there's been talk of tarot card reading with Veronica uh, of the- of a teary, so that might happen. And then um, you, know, you can hang out. There's some podcasting, live podcasting. If you want to get your podcast on with like John Thorne or Chandler Biggins or the Duke, or if Chess Flexer is going to be there, or whoever, you know, get your friends, get your, get your favorite wrestler, and sit down and have a chat and record something for a future episode. Uh, that's you know, that's a likely possibility as well. And uh, so if you're a fan, it's going to be a great time for you.
0: And there's not to mention, I mean, all this on top of the fan fest and um, the day one matches. There's still the other rounds of day two, and currently the two matches that have been announced for day two that we know of, of Jock Sampson versus Tracy Smothers and...
2: Old school challenge,
3: baby.
0: And Mickey Knuckles versus a mystery opponent. Right. Wish it could be me. Wish
3: it could be me. You know I'm always up for competition. Uh, Obviously it wouldn't be for my number one contendership, but wish it could be me. Uh, I'm, f- of course, going to be busy the second and final round of the J-Lit tournament, uh, but um, I'm looking forward to that match uh, just because I figure whoever comes out victorious uh, male or female, honestly, Mickey Knuckles is a former ARW Women's Champion, so male or female is going to be uh, someone I need to keep my eye on. Again, wish it could be me. <laughs> Unfortunately, it can't, so I guess I don't have to worry about that. Maybe next time.
2: Maybe it could be me. Oh, I'm not coming out of retirement. Where do you got, Justin? Who do you think
0: it's going to be? I honestly have no clue, no idea, but I think that's always been the beauty with AIW. Sometimes you might think you know and you're wrong. There's times you have no idea and you're going to be surprised.
2: Well, let me correct you on something. The beauty of AIW is on the phone with you right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
3: that was cute.
2: So there's that, and then, um, yeah, and, and you know, here's the thing about the IW2 right now is with all the intergender stuff going on, you know, before, you could just say, well, it's going to be a woman, and these are the women I can pick from, but not anymore. I mean, it could be a woman, it could be a man, it could be a Petiri, it could be whatever. So there's going to be a lot of options to choose from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, smothers. And, uh, Jack Samson Samson says that, uh, before they wrestle, they are going to drink together, they are going to, uh, swear together, and they are going to fornicate together. So, whatever that means, that may happen before their match. And then they're going to fight together. Fight each other.
3: Well, that sure sounds professional. Bravo, Jock Sanson, once again.
2: So that's a weekend right there. And I mean, this all for a low price, low, low price. I mean, you're getting a Friday and a Saturday and a Saturday night. I mean, Come on! And if you can't be here with us live in person, you can order SmartMark Video on demand. Um, you can get the DVD through SmartMark Video. Uh, check out Live Tweets. the official Live Tweeter of the Jailers. That would be oh, Summers. Are
0: you? Is that the Ohio Report? Yep, that's the Ohio Report. Get you know, a lot of a lot of feedback coming from the show. And do you want to know a little secret of what the number one attention getter is? For the feed, for my mentions and activity for AIW events, two words, Veda Scott. I'm not making it up. My feed will blow up every single time from retweets, favorites. People want to know what's happening with the world of Veda Scott. Blow up. You hear that? I'm blowing up. It's
2: about to blow on uh, Friday and Saturday, especially Saturday when she wins the whole damn thing. And then that's the title shot from this guy anytime any place, anywhere, any how any anybody.
0: <clears throat> and that's pretty much everything. Um I wanna thank you both for coming on. Uh I'd like to plug your social media outlets. Sure, Aaron, go
3: ahead. You go first. Well,
2: thank you, but uh I'd like to let you go first.
3: Yeah, all right. you first. I'm sorry, I just had a bite of a delicious apple and peanut butter. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
2: I'm sorry. Okay. After,
3: uh, I'm throwing me like away
2: over here, I got food in my mouth. <laughs> okay is uh, at app to air for Twitter that's uh F A I R T O A N R and also I'll be having my new uh, T shirts available because so many wrestling fans have been wanting for years and years and months and months and days and days and decades to have a wrestling commentary commentator t shirt. And they have never had the chance to have one. Well, now you've got your chance. You got an AIW Color Commentator t shirt, going to be available at JLIT starting on uh, Friday, May 24th. So you'll come buy it, and if you can't buy it to the full price, make me a deal, trade me something. I don't know. You good? All right.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm on Twitter uh, at It's Veda Time. Um, that's V-E-D-A, obviously you should know that time. Uh Vader, I found out recently, uh, has a Twitter now, and it's, it's Vader time. So follow, give him a follow as well after you've gotten to me. Um, but that's where I keep kind of everything that I do. I also have a Facebook page, it's just Vader Scott. Um, I don't have a website, so if you see a website, if, if you see a website, please let me know, because the fact that someone will be making a fake Vader Scott website would just make my life, and I'd like to know these things. Um, uh I'm trying to think. I don't really think I have anything else. I have an Instagram, but it's really just the same pictures from uh, from Facebook and Twitter. Not so interesting. Oh, speaking of pictures, uh, I will, of course, I won't have a color commentator t-shirt, although I dabble a bit in uh, in the old commentary. Uh, I won't have a color commentator t-shirt. However, um, I may or may not have a few of my old uh, Veda Scott Chart shirts um, that I uncovered recently that I thought I sold out of, but apparently I was hoarding some. I may have a couple of those at the JLIT tournament. As as well as my usual selection of 8 by 10s as well as some new ones. So, uh, you yeah, know, i got to feed my cat. So after you place your bids uh, for the date auction, step on over to my merchandise table, please. I said please.
0: And I, I would actually suggest people to definitely check out your Instagram because, believe it or not, you've used pictures from the Ohio Indie Report feed. I do. I love your pictures.
3: I wish I could take them myself, but obviously I can't because I'm in them.
0: And that was Veda Scott and Aaron Bauer, and I want to thank them one more time for coming on the show. I'm very honored. I'm very happy that I got this opportunity. And if you are listening to this podcast, which seems like there's a number of you... I have one question for you. Tweet me at Ohio Report. so tweet the show. I want to know who you want on this show. With Absolution coming up, I want to get one more person. I know for Girls' Night Out, which sounds like it will be after Absolution. I know who I want for that. I'm actually, it's not going to be anybody with AIW, technically. It's a friend of mine who is kind of an intern for them, so I want to have her come on. I'll have basically, yes, she's a female guest. I'd like to have her come on, and me and her will talk about Girls' Night Out at that point. But other than that, who do you think should be on this show? Gregory Iron has said at one point that he would do this show... I have a feeling I can get many other people with help of AIW, but I'm just curious of what the listeners want because I'm never too sure who's listening to this. So, hit me up on Twitter at Ohio Report, let us know what you want. But real quick, we have one more Final rundown for the AIW card and day two of the J Lib. But we'll start with everything with day one. Lewis Linden versus Darius Thomas. Bobby Beverly versus Kimberly. M Dog Matt Cross versus Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole versus Tim Donce. Marion Fontaine versus Veda Scott. Josh Alexander versus ACH. Biff Buckus versus Michael Elgin. Ricky Shane Page versus Colin Delaney. Ethan Page versus someone to be named later. Gary J versus Davey Vega. Chris Dickinson versus Nasty Russ and Josh Prohibition versus BJ Whitmer. And then for our two day two matches that have been announced Jock Sampson versus Tracy Smothers and Mickey Knuckles, her second match since returning to AIW versus a mystery opponent. And then, of course, the FanFest activities, the Slesia Sparks dating game, which sadly is only open to members of the AIW roster. In the date auction with Miss Veda Scott, which I'm going to try my best to win. But in the meantime, if you want to try to outbid me when I do place my bid, you can send your bids to them on Facebook, on Twitter, or by emailing them at AIW at AI And one last time, the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament is Friday, May 24th and May 25th, with a 7.30 bell time on Friday and a 6 o'clock bell time on Saturday, with the 3 p.m. Fan Fest, also on Saturday. Tickets are $20 for each show, $5 for Fan Fest, or all three for just $40. And it will be at Turner's Hall where AIW has been for the last year in Cleveland, Ohio. The address is 7325 Guthrie Avenue. I hope I see you there because this is going to be a fantastic weekend of wrestling. And it seems like all the fans are coming out to this show, and so should you. And again, be on the lookout for the replacement for Addie star from aiw all their social media outlets the website they'll keep you in the know but that'll do it for me Justin slash, heavyset whatever and that'll do it for the Ohio indie report
3: this boy fat.